This is a Quizball Cast, episode 48G, 2008, Rob Pilatus Trash Tournament, recording 7. Chris Speaker occupied this position for 17 games in this city in 1927, while the first professional here was Everett Mills for a franchise called the Olympians. This stat... Indianapolis? This status was most recently occupied by a man who had a, a 494 OBP for Norwich in 1999. One man who played nearly 2,000 games uh, there robbed Al Rosen of the 1953 Triple Crown and thrice finished in the top 10 in MVP, MVP voting. In addition to Mickey Vernon, this position was held down for 14 games by future Hall of Famer, whose career was ended when he allegedly drunkenly fell into the Niagara Falls, a, point, a 346 career hitter nicknamed Big Ed. Last manned in one iteration by a 24-year-old Indian who would go on to hit 573 homers for 10 points in this position and location, occupied by the 2007 NL Comeback Player of the Year, former Tiger Dmitry Young, as well as the off-injured Nick Johnson. This is first base for a professional baseball team that plays in the city of Washington. Yes. Wow. Washington. Because there are like four different teams in that. So. Yeah. You got a bonus. Okay. Yeah. Really? Alright. Yeah, this is the final Bonus. In traditional French cooking, this card composes the entrecote. Point each. Identify this card of B family composed of Lundismus dorsi, noted for a higher, more evenly distributed fat content. I mean, filet mignon is a high grade cut. What else is there? There's. Answer. Tenderloin. Tenderloin. Ribeye. Mm-hmm. Uh, leaving a bone in in which the ribeye gives its extra fat and moisture, as well. Li- leaving a bone in gives the ribeye. Give I extra extra fat and moisture as well as this classification. The T bone or is that no? Ribeye with bone in is usually just called bone in ribeye. As far as bone in ribeye. I have cowboy. (laughs) (laughs) A short line variant of the cowboy ribeye ribeye is this bone in strip steak. The meat itself composes the New York strip. That's the T bone. Kansas City Strip. Kansas City Strip. <laughs> 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 That's what points on the very hard time. That's what that is. Toss up two. The lone gunman plot line in X-Files was resolved in an episode entitled this. According to... Jump the Shark. Yeah. Well, there's no powers. Trash. Nobody gets hard to worry. on that. The particular objects include sweaters, kids, games, while played as an adult, and Asian chicks for 10 points each, and then spiders' claws that declares that people of a certain ethnicity have affinities to certain things. I think it is stuff like stuff like stuff like people like. Yes. Saying that they especially like fair trade versions of this because the extra two dollars means they are made different. This was the first thing that white people like. Coffee. Yes. Mythologies of this city are discussed on stuff white people like, including its creation by a person who saw a go wedge bumper sticker. <laughs> I say what? Right, maybe. I'm not totally. San Francisco. Portland. Portland. Yeah, it's about the same difficulty as that. <laughs> bonus. <laughs> Sorry. You get a toss up? Number three. Uh, Gwendole, Gwendole Boshen uh, titled a Macintosh 68 emulator, this. A name shared with an 1982 album by English experimental rockers, the legendary Pink Dots, that includes songs like Stigmata Part 1. A, man- a manga based on Futaro Yamada's Kuma Ninja Scrolls, written by Masaki Segawa, also has this title, while one of these ter- terrorizes Pueblo Springs, Colorado, in a 2006 sci-fi channel movie starring Jeremy London. It is the beast of the house Medani in the Iberon setting of Dungeons & Dragons, partially because it is one of the, one of the original creatures in the Monster Manual. A crimson variant also appears in the game that causes things to bleed uncontrollably, while salt and glass all versions also appear and are more likely than a traditional stone one. 
More famously, it was beheaded by the sword of God at Gryffindor by a parcel mud attempting to. This is a basilisk. <laughs> yes. Harry Potter. You have three more lines after that. Can you believe what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Sounds the like an attempt to cure the titular ailment by drowning a liter, downing a liter of cognac and reading both Elliot and Yates while trying to stay up late for 10 points each. And then you find this 2007 song where the lead singer of Grinderman is pursuing a woman that, despite his overtures, never really wanted to. Title ailment. Grinderman. Sick. Uh, Love sick. No pussy blues. Uh, identify that lead singer of Grinderman, also known for leaving the seminal noise rock, rock act. The birthday party, and since 1984 for fronting the bad seeds. Oh, um, Nick Cave? Yeah, yeah, Nick Cave is Nick the Cave. bad seeds. Uh, the most recent album by the bad seeds is Cave Implore, this biblical hero whose story he mixes up with Harry Houdini to dig. What the hell? Dig? <laughs> He's digging in the Bible. Uh, maybe Job? I don't know. Job. Lazarus. Lazarus. That would make sense. One film about a form of this is a silent Belgian work that was the directorial debut of Thierry Zeno, while a Grand Prix winning silent feature that was featuring this was directed by Shikichi Tajiri and was documented and documented the daily life of Bodil Jensen to score on the, to a score of the Pastoral Symphony. A 2006 film starring Bobcat Goldwaite details the relationship problems created by Amy confessing to this in her youth, while the documentary released that that was like one. Bestiality. Okay, because uh, I, I couldn't tell how specific they were looking for. Like, I mean, so I don't know. Really like make sense. Ooh, it was our fourth common link toss in a row. Not bad. Yeah, maybe that was the theme of the Hans, uh, Oh, sorry, bonus. He played Bing Crosby's sidekick in White Christmas, and the title character in Hans Christian Andersen in Ten Point Each. Name is an agile comedian who is not to be confused with a similar-looking Donald O'Connor. I don't know. Oh, oh. Danny Kaye. Kaye's best performance was in this film, where he gets everyone confused about the pestle with the poison and the flag in oh, the dragon, um, while trying to overthrow the even King Okay. The court jester. Kaye's breakthrough was in this Broadway musical by Kurt Weill and Ira Gershwin that focuses on allure editor Lisa Elliott. In it, Kaye plays the gay photographer Randy Curtis, who could list off 50 Latin composers in 39 seconds. All in song. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, really. what is that? Broadway. Meet me in St. Louis. That's uh, Lady in the Dark for 20 points on the bonus. That's 10. Hard bonus is this one. It's bad, mostly. Also, five. In If You Fear Dying, uh, one day as a lion, a name shakes him, saying that the singer is in the spirit of this man, as I target more heads than a priest on Ash Wednesday. While both the films, Spanish, Spanish Apartment and Unfaithful, feature characters listening to his I Do. Uh, the the one guy mayor of Miyafunke, the namesake of this of his 1999 album, he gained prominence in his in the world music community for a self-titled 1988 album noted for tracks like the epic Aman Rai. He won two Grammy awards in his career. The first for the Rai, Ku, Rai Cooler assisted Talking Timbuktu, an album that includes uh, DRB, whose riff denotes a PRI's the world geo quiz. Better known for his works with Cora Player and Grio, Tumani Diabate like 2005's In the Heart of the Moon and his final album, Savan, for 10 points, identify this Malian guitarist called The DNA of the Blues by Martin Scorsese. Let's go Yusu and Dor. Shankar? Ali Touré. Oh, um, Natural. 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 
tasks. The visual acuity uh, tasks require the player to pick out a circle with a specific color pattern from a cluster. They tell it. What is brain age? The intelligence task involves hitting squares number 1 through 16 in order within a certain time limit. What? The, mar <laughs> the marksmanship task requires a player to aim for yellow balls while avoiding red ones. A bonus round is a traditional shooting gallery with donuts and coffee as targets. The judgment levels require a player to quickly distinguish enemies from civilians Sorry. by shooting down the enemies. Players who complete this game get their names listed on the board of commissioners and is displayed when a machine is in a for 10 points identified this lifeguard shooter arcade game in which players complete a series of target shooting tasks in order to move up the ranks in Metro City Law Enforcement. Time crisis. Police no, training, right? Oh, wow, it really was police training? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> police trainer is what I know. Uh, police police trainer. Trainer. It doesn't matter. That's such a funky title that I didn't just guess it at the end. Sorry. Yeah, I, I play that game. I got confused in my head. Yeah. The DS game. I'm seven. We do very similar things to Brain Age. His brother Cyborg hijacked a spaceship in an attempt to find D1. Uh, D1. Yeah. Uh, uh, Spock. Damn it. So there's your Star Trek. That's that's bad. That's weak. It is. I'm not even a Star Trek fan. Ryan Ludwig isn't the first so-called quadruple A player to succeed in the bigs when given a chance for 10 points each. Though mentioning his name would probably still piss off George Costanza, this DH, who dominated early 80s minor league leaderboards, racking up 132 career o OPS uh, plus, where given, given the time with the Mariners and the Yankees. Ken Phelps. Posting over 1.000 OPS in his first 60 2008 abs is ABs is this guy who hit 37 homers for the Rangers to play a billion. He shares a name, surname with Jose Senior and Junior, and had a terrible shortstop named Damien. Oh, Jose Damien. Concepcion was terrible. He was just sort of okay. Concepcion? Nelson Cruz. David Cruz. Touted as an early success of Billy Beans, he made his full season debut for the A's at age 29 and hit 38 homers as a right fielder in 1999. He made a small comeback as a power hitter for the Phillies in game four of the NLCS search. Stairs? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The stairs, yeah. In 1956, he lost a race against the last Democrat to hold a seat currently held by Jim Ramstad. The next year, he began a commissioner job that saw him integrate both the three-point line and the money ball into the newly founded ABA. He scored 15 of his team's 18 points in the lowest scoring NBA game of all time. They saw his opponents play a four-quarter... George Mikan. Was it George? Jim Ramstad. Mikan. Am I kidding? Another Minnesota sports question. Yes. Like literally half the sports <laughs> in the tournament have related to Minnesota. What do you know about the Minnesota Wild? Enjoy a bonus and trash that quiz bowlers love for ten points each. At various times, Evan Negler and Christian Carter have hyped this song, which makes a shit like some Labor Day chanting of kids singing, as well as other stuff people don't like. You want this? I'm sorry, I didn't even hear what. So, there's, there's a kids chanting. There's Labor Day. It's a song you like. Oh, it's the the most unwanted song. The clue is, it's a song you like. Yeah, I don't like I it. <laughs> I'm very skeptical of the uh, fairness of this question. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a quiz voter, you fucking love this style classically. He's two years after the awful dude. There's a guy getting his ass kicked to Roy Orbison and some autoerotic asphyxiation. Blue Velvet. Yeah, Blue Velvet. Yeah. yeah. Or, or maybe you like watching Henpeck who stumble around this in this video game, containing a modern character that every gimmick name should be based around. Data thesis. What? I didn't hear a lot of that. Metathesis is a gimmick in this game. Meta 
What? Uh, bladed thesis. What? What? What's happening? <laughs> okay, we I, don't, I don't know what's going on here. Bladed thesis. Bladed. The last word. Bladed. What? Well, I don't know this. Yeah, I don't know. We don't know this. Jade Empire is what we're doing. Okay, we weren't going to get that. Is that a stereotype now? Quiz Bowl players love Jade Empire? <laughs> so I'm not aware of that stereotype. Certainly none of these Quiz Bowlers. <laughs> That's 20 points, right? Yes. Okay. Toss-up. <laughs> Toss-up nine. It opens with samples of both a notorious B.I.G. track and a, later, and a late line from Tupac's Puck Friends before criticizing its subject for constantly picking off smalls. The narrator implies that getting that despite a sexually driven relationship with Foxy Brown, its subject doubtfully is getting girls now because of his looks, and uses a myriad of hints to suggest that the narrative uses his large lips to fellate men. It uses the chorus of the song that sparked its narrator's rage at the end, changing his lines from ROC, we run in that rap shit, to ROC, we get gunned down and clap quick. Recent years have seen its subject matter dissolve, evidenced by its subject appearing on its narrative song, Black Republican. An escalation of a feud started over on takeover. For ten points, identify this track of unstillmatic that saw Nas ruthlessly fight back against criticism from Jay Z. Next time, this is Ether. Ether. Okay. I mean, I guess it's kind of important in hip hop feuding, but. Ten. The major subplot of this. A major subplot of this film is the protagonist's half Lakota heritage, which leads him to be called Blue Child. That protagonist joined with the Buffalo Bill shows after delivering, delivering the orders to commence the Wounded Knee Massacre. He is convinced to embrace that native heritage by a woman who implores against going through life hiding when God made, made you like me, the Saudi princess Jazeera. Much of the film revolves around the Bedouin response to the protagonist, Frank Hawkins, and his invitation to be humiliated by Sheikh Riyadh. Hidalgo? Bonus. Identify these crazy songs on crazy songs on in the nineteen eighty four college football season for ten points each. This Lavelle Edwards BYU. crazy goings on, sorry. This Lavelle Edwards coached BYU. side from the WAC became the only team unranked in the preseason polls to win a national championship. BYU. This uh, nineteen eighty four Despite having the best record in the SEC, this team was barred from winning any sort of conf- conference or national acclaim due to academic violations by coach Charlie Hill. Florida. <laughs> Couldn't have made it, like, hard. This is your packet. <laughs> I'm both in the middle. Score check. Uh, I have, yeah, 45. 125? Yep. Yep. Eleven. Coaches have, re- have repeatedly offered thousands of dollars for his suits. Strong sad. What is this? There you go. I know exactly what internet. It's such your internet. You know everything about Homestar Runner. Yeah, but I do know a good deal about Homestar Runner. Yeah. You get a bonus. It's improbable. Improbable cast includes a young daughter, Roberts, as a lady Macbeth-like mayor's wife, and a young. Uh, Jay Stiller as a hard-nosed cop, Rico Patron, a young Earl Hinman, later Wilson from Home Improvement, as a bloodthirsty gun for hire, Mr. Brown. But in part each, in this 1974 Casper classic, also starting Walter Matthau and Martin Balzer, in which four gangsters hijack a six subway train. Um, um, it's good. I don't know. It's not Silver Street, is it? I don't think it's no. Silver Street at all. No. <laughs> so that's a little familiar. Silver Street. The, top, the taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3. 
never did anything. Stop it hijacking is masterminded by Mr. Blue, played by this awesome character, a character actor, who is best known as Doyle Lonigan in the string and Quint in Jaws. He's not to be confused with a prolific American photo arranger of the same time, same name. Dreyfus's character in Jaws. Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw does all the choral stuff for Atlanta. Okay. Oh, okay. Of course. Quentin Tarantino the idea of color-coded villains for this debut feature, in which Tim Roth infiltrates a high school by Harvey Cartoon's Reservoir Dogs. Ten points. Gus, who dodged the trap for World War One by becoming Aunt Gussie, is among his 14 uncles. Others include Harry, the best whiplash lawyer in, home, in his hometown, and Habib, who translates his letters from English into Arabic for his mother. He claims his short nose comes from his grandfather's clam- camel spitting at the village witch back in Lebanon, the country from which his family emigrated before settling in Toledo, Harlem. A set of parallels with this with its actor also shown from his use of a set of dark tags from his days in Korea. He spent a good portion of his series doing stunts he hoped uh, would get him a Section 8 discharge. Banger. What is there? Just a mash. Okay. Yes. Portion. Yeah. Though he had a surprisingly lasting, surprisingly lasting romance with passionate Patty, partly obscured by his series' non-existent fourth entry, The Missing Ploppies, he later went on to being the Shamara, Captain Take, and a bunch of other celebrities leading women for 10 points each. Named his balling user created by Al Lowe. Leader Sue Larry. The mother of the two recent games featuring Larry's nephew, Larry, Larry Lovage, and his campus and summer job experience. It's magna cum laude. Magna cum laude. Even more alliterative than Leisure Suit Larry is this other Al Lowe creation from 1990. His ballad, omnipresent in Sierra Games of the Era, details how he got his silver ear in a duel with Outlaw Kenny, which prompted him to study medicine and move to core school. More alliterative than Leisure Suit Larry? I have no idea. Answer? No. Freddy Farkas. It's not as literate. Mm-hmm. I guess as a Exactly as. Also, 13. Towards the of this man's career, he found a double team with Todd Martin that won the 2002 Cincinnati Masters, and he has since won multiple titles at New Haven, Stockholm, and Sydney. He had a bestseller with the book Breaking Back just before his lose before losing a five-hour quarterfinal match to Andre. Blake. Tennis matches first and only. There's another tennis. Are there? Oh, well, that's not really tennis. Okay. Uh, bonus. Wes Ansel was a pioneer of this technique, using it to set up players like Earl Monroe and Seven Porter for 10 points each. Identify this baseball play, basketball play, that involves throwing the ball from one end of the court to a teammate on the first play. It's like a sky pass? What's this called? Like a cross court? No. Sky pass. Outlet pass. Oh, that's nice. Sure. A less common variant on the outlet pass involves throwing the ball from one post to uh, one post the full length of the court. This is a like this is a Say which it's one a sky it. pass, but it's I don't Say think it's exactly that a sky pass. Entry pass. Noted by ESPN as the best outlet and entry passer of his generation at UCLA, this one day one day Memphis Grizzly and nephew of a beat boy will bring his skills to the Love, world love world yeah. World Kevin world. Love. More Minnesota sports. Kevin Love is a prince of a man. Man. Ten points. Yeah, that was lame <laughs> as well. Um, Tasa, about Tasa 14. One event made available in accordance with this entity's rules was titled No One Knew That John Was Like the Ivy. 
a user named E isn't blaming anyone at Wisconsin for their love of William Dean Howells as he understands that the love was realized at this sort of venue. Its namesake type of editing is discouraged as the moderator must backpedal while the clock, turn, or the clock continues to run, um, according to the Carnegie Mellon lexicon. The second is in a list of points against the 2006 cancel vote gives its most succinct definition, an informal gathering with the zero pre-tournament preparation required. Accurately described. Yes. Like that was the most transparent house of one gorilla you could have ever written. Like, I'm like, I can't buzz here. This can't be gorilla. This possible can't be this bad. Women in refrigerators is a side devoted to tracking typical characters are treated poorly in comic books. What happened? Identify examples. This Marvel character, a sometime hero, went mad after the loss of her magically conceived friends and completely altered the reality of Marvel books in the house of eminent ministers. Okay. Scarlet Witch. Yes. An early love of Spider-Man, her neck was accidentally broken in an attempt by the hero to save her from Gwen Stacy. Yes. Uh, this Green Lantern uh, found his girlfriend Alex murdered at place inside a refrigerator. Which one? Uh, hence the name of the site. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So, uh, which one do you know? Tower Rainer. Uh, no. Oh God! Did I mix two. I yes. mixed two of them up. Yes. Did I? Well, fuck me. <laughs> so, which one was it? Kyle. Kyle Rainer. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> That's alright. That is 21 yes. Uh, Leela James covered this as the title track from the two from a 2005 album, while other notable versions include James Taylor's version in the end of a wrestling episode near the beginning of Matt Santos's uh, campaign, as well as the Stacks version recorded by 1960 in 1965 by Otis Redding. Written around the same time as a failed attempt to register in a bites only hotel in Shreveport, which writer notes it wrote it in response to Bob Dylan's blowing in the wind. It opens with an elegiac violin and cello intro before talking about being told, don't hang around when he goes when he go to the movies, I go downtown. It opens with the singer talking about being like the river, running since birth, and closes with the statement that there were times that I thought I wouldn't last for long, but now I think I'm able to carry on, as the uh, chorus's assertion that it's been a long time coming. Uh, but I don't know. I think it really doesn't happen. For 10 points, identify this song, a civil rights anthem by the soul singer sample. D3. We shall overcome. Stand by me. A change is good. Okay. Oh. <sighs> That's good. Score checkers. 1.5, Yep. Low scoring. Part-time. The titular character from this film released an album featuring tracks like I Can't Give You Anything But Love and Take Your Love and Shove It in 1998, six years after the film's release. It sees the last performance of Fred Wynn's Life is... My cousin Benny. I didn't soccer teams doing inexplicably well in the early part of 2008 season for 10.6. Despite being in the smallest market in the league, the M this MLS side captain by Frankie Hedger won hey, the supporter okay. shield in two okay, the supporter shield in two thousand eight. Smallest market in the league. <laughs> I don't think that's right. Columbus um, Crew. After never being able to after never being in the top flight, this English side added striker Giovanni and proceeded to get a, to get third in the EPL after beating Arsenal at home. Liverpool. Liverpool's won more titles than anyone. Oh, yeah, that's SAP owner Deep Marhop spent seven spent millions to make this German team, who plays in a 3,000-person town, spend time about buying in the Bundesliga. 
Which I still would have 30. Oh, I don't know. Half a time. And the one soccer bonus The extent of his scouting came when he ran routes to analyze his partner, Clemson, quarterback Steve Fuller. That performance drew him to be drafted in the 10th round in 1979. A career that saw him play in two Pro Bowls, along with, the, along with being the recipient of a game-icing onside kick in the first of his two Super Bowls, a game against the Cincinnati Bengals, drew his team uh, to retire his jersey, number 87. The 1982 strike shortened uh, what would likely be his most productive season, where he led the league with 60 receptions in 90 games. By Clark. Yeah, thoughts. In the following members of NWA for 10.6. Okay. After working with a uh, field of fresh crew, he joined NWA to rap on parental discretion as advice. He went on to be Dr. Dre's ghostwriter on tracks like Bitches Ain't Shit and after writing his vocal cords in a car. Okay. Well, so well, severing his vocal cords in a car. So it's like Ren or Yellow, right? One of the I minor so, dudes. Which yeah. one? Um, I think Ren is mentioned. Ren. Ren. What? Ren. A doc. Uh, um. After rapping lead on Quiet on the Sea and it, If It Ain't Rough, he went on to release solo albums like 1993 Shock of the Hour, known for G Funk singles like Same Old Ship. Like Warren G, maybe? I really don't know. Was he an NWA? What the hell? I don't know. Let's go Warren G. Warren G. MC Ren. Ah, sorry. Dr. Dre's production partner was this Compton DJ, also known as The Kid. Other credits of his include his work on Easy East Posthumous, Easy Does It, and the 1996 solo detective. Is it bonus on like the three hardest people for an NWA? Like, was he an NWA? No. No? Okay. So was Yellow. he. Okay. Well done. She's not nice. He was actually on the two hardest members of NWA and someone who's not actually in NWA. Uh-huh. So maybe, maybe one of those parts could be on like NWA. That would be nice. Or, uh, <laughs> or like 18 Street. Its third season was won by Sabra Johnson and saw the full time second judging of Mary Murphy. Its second season is notable for the firing of host Lauren Sanchez, who was replaced by Cat Dee. That season was won by. Oh, so you think you can dance? Isn't Mary Murphy? I've never seen this show. We've got to see school check after this. Mm-hmm. Identify these extremely random games from the Game Boy for 10 points each. A player Jack in the Box head appears in the horror le- uh, themed level of this game, in which Yako, Wacko, and Dart try to snatch the actual game on the. Animaniacs? <laughs> a game called 4 in one compact volume 2 included a stylish simulation of the scoring track for this card game, which confused children who do not did not have the slightest notion of what his nips meant or why they were occasionally forced to say go in lieu of playing a card. Courage. A gameplay drawback was needed to cope with the erratic behavior behavior this game's namesake insect displayed after running into a mushroom poisoned by the scorpion. Scoring bonus points for hitting a spider at close range, however, was a plus. It's got to be like centipede, right? Okay. Centipede. What the hell? Ooh, NWA. It's awesome. Yep. Three tosses. Mm-hmm. What the hell? Okay. Oh boy. 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 Oh Quizzed. Yes. 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 That red 
guess. Two meta? That's really Who bad. Who got the other one? in the finals yeah. package? Yeah, what the fuck? This is like, having meta in this tournament was a terrible idea. In addition to naming meta, uh, Metallica's official newsletter, it names a field mom song that features Ciara, and a song about not playing paying her ex-husband strength. Yeah. For so what? So what? Identify the song that goes on to say so that what? a singer is a rock star and has her rock moves, and that she does doesn't need you tonight. So what? That's the Field Mob song. I don't know the rest. <laughs> so far, it's the lead single of this pink album, also known for songs like Sober and Please Don't Leave. Pink album. Like Misunderstood. Misunderstood? No. House. Okay. That's right. That's the hard part. So what was written and produced by this Swedish songwriter, also known for writing much of the Backstreet Boys Millennium, oh. and also for co-writing Teddy Clarkson since you've been known. He's like really famous. He did, but like not actually famous, but like behind the scenes famous. I've heard he wrote like a bunch of Britney Spears songs. Now we're gonna be tired. England. No, Max Martin. Martin. Okay. That's so tired. Going into the Let's last do this topic. Stuff. Come on, Super. dead question. Okay. There are no tiebreakers. Yeah. <laughs> there are no tiebreakers, and it's true. There might be parts of packets that we skipped. Nope. We'll see. Here we go. Also, the last. A 2001 film starring Brad Hunt and Patrick McGaugh sees a place where this commodity is produced or turned into a haunted house. Uh, James McMurdy commonly sings about people whose lives revolve around this, namely Uncle Slayton in Choctaw Bingo, while Miguel and Luis Rosales trade fruit picking to make this on a deserted chicken ranch in Bruce Springsteen's Sinaloa Cowboys. Chris's protector Lewis, portrayed by Jeff Daniels in 2007's The Lookout, blames this for his blindness, while the bulk of a 2007 novel by Mark Lindquist deals with the scene surrounding this in Tacoma, Washington. Van Kilmer played a man struggling with an addiction to this in 2002's The Sultan Sea, while VH1 showed self-made videos of Tom Sizemore using it. The source of income for Brian Cranston's Emmy-winning... Meth. Alright. What's another is it really this thing you make in places in the US? Uh, its name is its name is from the Queen Elizabeth Queen English for excessively cute and dainty for ten points each. Identify this indie genre, first popularized with enemy C eighty six mixtape and the Sarah Records crew of the nineteen eighties noted for an obsession with childlike pop music. Okay. Uh, K pop. That's not no answer. Three. Okay. In his BBC Radio 1 DJ was an early exponent of Pete calling it Shambles Rock. He is better known for his namesake Sessions, recorded until his death in 2004. I don't know. Sessions? No. Sessions? Shares his name with the guy who the car. Yeah, so the Peel Sessions are famous. There's a bad version of like the Peel Sessions. This ironically named 29 member Swedish band heavily cites early three records as its biggest influence. They are best known for the 2006. Let me introduce my friends. 29 member arrived the name. Uh, it's probably Bing Bang. Answer? Bing Bang. I'm from Barcelona. 